0: So, welcome, welcome. Um, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to open with uh, the briefest reading from scripture and a prayer and then get our, our wonderful panel started. So, a reading from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. I, Paul, therefore, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you for The glorious mystery of your love for us, that you have bound us together in community, in one body and in blood. We thank you for the gift of your church universal and your church here on the corner of Madison and 71st Street. Pray that you would guide us in all truth, peace and love, that we might see your Holy Spirit alive and active in the world and come to meet you there that we might see the Holy Spirit working through our search committee and the new leader that you've called to be with us, that we might follow them and through our following, follow you. We ask all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So this forum is about transition, and I want to start with Mary and Richard. Mary, for those of you who don't know, is the chair of our search committee. Richard is on the vestry and also on the search committee. If you could talk a little bit about the
1: timeline, where we are. Sure. Good morning, everybody. I bring you greetings from our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, and um, I ask for your prayers for for everybody there. All the pilgrims got back safely this morning, and um, it was an extraordinary time. Um, we are. This is our big week that we start. Um, as you know, we have narrowed our our um, number of candidates from eleven to five semifinalists, and we begin to meet them um, towards the end of this week. And they will be. Um, we have five weekends set up, and uh, each weekend. Uh, or end of the week into a Saturday, Um, one candidate will arrive and we will share meals with that person and get to know that person um, at different meals with smaller groups of the search committee. And then we will gather um, one evening as a big group, uh, the the entire search committee, we've asked each candidate to prepare a Bible study for us, a 30-minute Bible study. We felt that that was really important that we uh, we have that. And then we will have a morning of the entire committee interviewing the candidate, uh, each candidate, and we will end our morning with a homily and eucalyptus at that with, the, with each candidate. Um, the candidates will not be at St. James, so don't come looking for them here. <laughs> um, they are, you know, we are still in a highly confidential uh, period of the process, because for a number of these candidates, I would say probably all of them, the parishes where they are uh, do not know that they are that they are in a search. So uh, and a, a discernment. So I ask that you um, uh, you pray for us, you pray for them. As they, uh, I know for them, I've heard um, from a number of them along the way, and I'm their new best friend, <laughs> um, but they are eager to meet us and to get to know us. And um, some of the things that we are, are looking for, if you have um, read the parish profile, the last section of the parish profile, which is where we want to go, Um, Our candidates um, tick those boxes in lots of different ways. Um, One of the things that is hard to ascertain about um, anybody um, is a feeling of the spirit. Brenda talked a few weeks ago about discernment and um, going through the discernment process. And one of our search committee members said, Sometimes when you sit next to somebody, you feel you feel a spirituality. And um, that's part of this process. That's part of the Holy Spirit working within all of us. Um, uh, they Rachel will talk a little bit about the rectory, but the candidates will see the new rectory. Um, we will talk about, we will, we will actually really talk about some of the elements of the letter of Paul. Um, uh, as we get, we you know we talk a little, we'll talk a little bit about the the St. James financials and um so that they you know they are aware of who we are and what we have to offer. Um, I know um that there are lots of there's there's some new there's some rumblings and news, and you know, maybe some rumors running around about who might be one of the five. Um, I can assure you, you probably don't know who those people are, <laughs> um, and maybe you do, unless those people you know them personally. But what I do ask is, and I know that a lot of uh, if there is chatter, that it it could be associated with anxiety on our part and being anxious about who the new rector might be. But I ask that you um, you you just you pray and and pray for pray for them and. Um, that you know, not try to guess. you know, we don't know who the new rector will be. and um and I you know, I know that um, as we move forward, it would be a um, you know, it, it's a it's a journey for all of us. Just to give you a little bit of overview of the logistics, we will then narrow our semifinalists down to two and three people. We're also checking references now. And uh, we have one wonderful member of the search committee who is a lot younger than I am and um, who is doing a deep dive into online presences and social media and um, on all of the candidates. We're also hoping that as a group, some of us know someone who knows someone who might know the candidate, so that we are, it's not just who's on the list of preferences, but people in in you know, in the outer world that might know our candidates, so we we can do our due diligence and um, get to know them as as well as we possibly can. We will then, in the middle of March, um, meet after we've met the last candidate, um, and and pick two or three finalists, and those will be our number ones. Those will be our number ones. We 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 are not planning to be able to rank whoever these finalist candidates are or may be, and we will present to the vent, the vestry either two or three number ones. That the and they will be, you know, they will be our they will be our first choices. they you know, they're God willing, there will be not a first, second, or third choice. They will be, they will be together. And then and then the vestry will be hard at work. Vestry will get packages from us on each of the candidates. They will be um, charged with a lot of homework to do that um, and so that they can, that the Vestry can get to know the candidates as well as possible and then bring each candidate, finalist candidate in um, to meet with the Vestry. And, um, and then the Vestry will uh, vote on the next rector. The search committee has to have a majority for finalists. The vestry has to have a unanimous um, 100% support of the next director. Um, I think that's all I have. The only thing I do want to mention to you, it is in the e-news, but also in the bulletin, is beginning last Wednesday. Um, Tom Keller is every Wednesday at noon is via Zoom is going to lead 10 to 15 minutes of prayer for uh, our next rector and for for Brenda and her family. So I hope that you will join. It it will only be 10 or 15 minutes, middle of the day, Wednesday. It's a wonderful way to start to work this transition or continue to work this transition into the fabric of are and to integrate it into our lives. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Richard. And then, if there are any questions, I know Missy has a couple of things, but if there are any questions, we can do that. Good
2: morning, everyone. Um, I think the way I would like to start out is addressing uh, the question about our current record and why we are in need of a new one. And the answer to that is actually uh, very simple and straightforward. When we purchase uh, this apartment at 131 East 66th Street, uh, the board of that building, um, only approved the sale for Brenda and Tom to be the occupants of that apartment. And that when, uh, Brenda, uh, resigned or retired or left, um, St. James as Rector, then the church had a very short time frame after that, uh, I believe it's under 90 days, um, to prepare the apartment and have it actively listed for sale. So, once that um, uh, understanding and realization uh, came to the vestry, um, a small uh, group, a uh, working group, was formed last summer, and we um, brought in um, a team at Sotheby's, um that had no connection whatsoever to um, this parish um, in order to avoid any types of conflict of interest or. Uh, favoritism uh, within within the parish uh, to help us uh, begin a search for a new record. So uh, I am uh, delighted to say that last October, the vestry unanimously approved um, the church to go into contract to purchase uh, apartment 3B at 149 East 73rd Street. And we were able to successfully close that this past Wednesday. So it's a matter of ultimately public record. Um, and, um, and we are delighted to have that to show our candidates as they start semifinalists as they start to come in uh, this week. So uh, 149 East 73rd Street, which, uh, in case you're not familiar with it, um, is a handsome pre-war building on the northeast corner of 73rd and Lexington. It was designed in the 1920s by one of New York's top two preeminent uh, architects at the time, J.E.R. Carpenter, uh, and apartment uh, 3B is um, a very gracious eight room apartment. It's approximately 2,500 square feet. To put that in perspective, um, Brenda's apartment is approximately 3,500 square feet, so we are, are downsizing, uh, and yet The eight rooms that this apartment has um, still provides a very gracious flow, living room, dining room, kitchen, and uh, four bedrooms, three baths, and a staff room. And it could be configured as three bedrooms and a library, which is how it is now, um, or it will provide a lot of flexibility to a new rector because we don't know what that person may or may not um, require. So uh, there are several positives uh, to our making this purchase. Uh, And the very uh, first one is that um, through a longstanding connection with the president of the board of this building, we were able to have preliminary conversations with the uh, board president directly and with the board uh, to be pre-approved to own uh the stock and lease for this apartment in our institutional name Uh, so going forward um that takes saint james church out of the real estate business you know um every any time that a rector changes i mean uh for those who follow the co-op market uh at at all you you know you're certainly well aware that uh we're having to sell uh ultimately Brenda's this apartment uh, this year, and it's not the most favorable time to be selling, uh, in Manhattan right now, but, you know, we're left with no choice. Um, so the fact that we own this institutionally, uh, now going forward as our rectory, um, is a tremendous advantage to the church and uh, just a huge, um, win, uh, I think for, for us. Um, we, did, um, agree to an occupancy and use agreement with this apartment. Uh, it can only be occupied and used by the current rector or interim rector, um, of, of the church. And, uh, and they in turn uh conceded their ability to interview and approve who our new rector would be so uh, so so the agreement that we have with them is that we will provide them with references that we we have and they can do a meet and greet that is a courtesy only they just would like to meet the new occupant and uh his or her her family so we um the apartment is in move-in uh condition the maintenance on it is, um, approximately half of what we're paying, um, currently. So we'll have financial savings, um, in, in that regard going forward for the long term. It's just Brenda's happens to be a high floor. This happens to be the third floor. So maintenance is, um, is more favorable and, um, in, 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 that regard. So we are excited about it and I hope the parish will be excited about it. And, uh, we, we, I think it's
3: just a tremendous win.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Can we shift gears to uh to Midbeat to talk about the role of the wardens at this moment? Um, and a little bit about our plan for a transition, uh, a farewell, and a welcome.
3: Well, first of all, I know everybody, after hearing Richard and Mary, the search committee, huge hats off. Thanks. We've given up a lot of vacations, family times, dinners, meals, everything, and also we cannot underestimate what Richard accomplished with this apartment. There was a working group, but it was Richard that got this deal closed, so well done, because it's a big help to the church financially, but going forward, when we say goodbye to a certain priest that we love next week. I think everybody saw in the E! News that Sabuni, which is fabulous, Mm -hmm. will be back two days a week, and David Cobb, who's a good friend of Zach's, so our clergy will have some help with pastoral and other needs services, and we wish Ava all the best. And the role of the wardens in the vestry, our work is yet to start, but we are going to get a handoff of a lot of information in April. We're going to take a little break from their final decisions and us getting the actual information to appreciate and say goodbye to Brenda. And then in May, the vestry will go to work interviewing the candidates and we're going to follow their model of Thursday night, dinner with the wardens and their spouse, and then the rest of the vestry working and meeting with the candidates for the weekend. And then, as Mary stated, it's a unanimous vote from the vestry. So, we're, we're all, we have a lot of work cut out for us. So, as Mary said, pray for all of us. <laughs> but uh, I think anything else?
1: Yeah, thank you. Basically, uh, is it vote to announce the re record before the annual meeting, which is at the end the
3: Or at the annual meeting? It depends if we have two or three finalists, if we have the third weekend of the meeting. Once the Vestry
2: um, makes its decision, it has to go before the bishop, so there could be some lag time uh so while we may have made our decision um the bishop may not have officially approved it yet and then they have to, the candidate the finalist would have to also accept and they you know, and they yes. and notify right so i yeah. mean there's a bit of a process uh, after Sorry. once the decision is made so i i think it's probably unlikely that the annual meeting would have that but you know
3: we'll see yeah.
0: Can you say something about um, when the new rector will will start and who will who will run the show uh, until they arrive?
3: Well, we don't know when this typical person starts, so no, we
0: don't. don't
3: <laughs> but um, when Brenda's last Sunday is April sixteenth, and then you know she will not be here during the week, et cetera. We are having, hopefully, everybody knows the celebration. April 26th for Brenda's Goodbye Retirement Party. But after April 6th, oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, now you know. So (laughs) April April 26th, then you'll be, there'll be notices going out in the E-news and uh, save the date. But after that date, Zach as Vicar will be in charge in terms of clergy, etc. And Jay, thank heavens, will be here also. So we're in good hands. And it's nice that we were able to get Savani, who's well-versed in all things, St. James, and also David Cobb, who I have not personally met, but sounds amazing, so. If
0: you're familiar with the St. Augustine prayer book, David has been an architect of that. So he's an incredible, just intellectual person of prayer. And I think it'll be really fun to get to hear some different voices and help it. There
3: will be a welcome committee that gets formed, and it, if the candidate has children. We'll make sure, you know, we get doctor lists, school lists. I mean, there's there's a huge master list of things to be done and the welcome committee will definitely work hard to make sure, as we'll, we'll perish. But, the new
1: as some of you might have, um you might've been here when Canon Nora Smith was here. Uh, she is the Canon for Trump transition of ministry at the, up at the diocese. And, um, like the candidates are my new best friends. She's my new best friend too. Um, and Nora and I are in very close contact. She has been a real guiding light for me. And in terms of the process and she, what she does is in when we were, when the parish profile first went out, there might have been some candidates that she might have reached out to and said, are you interested in this or would you pray over this? And then um, I, I also had people who were sending me names. We were not, We the, the search committee could not be fishermen. We could not go out and tap people to come to come and apply to St. James, but she could be my fisherman. And so she would, you know, I would get some names and and I would pass them on to Nora, and then she could do do a little digging. She also um, she would call she the the first the first round when we had thirty five applicants, she called her equivalent in their diocese and under you know with great confidentiality to make sure that there were no red flags or anything. And then, And then as we go through, and then when we went from the 35 to 11, that we Zoom interviewed, that list had to be approved by the bishop. So she had to run that list by the bishop. Then when we, you know, I've given her the names of the five semifinalists, the bishop is aware of that and and so on and so forth. I, I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into gender or Color because I don't think that that's fair to the candidates or to any of us in terms of expectations. Um, what I can say is that all along we have we have we've discussed this, and I mean you can't you can't you can't do a search no matter where you are without talking about that. and um, you know what we are praying for is then the, the best next rector for St. James. And um, that's all I, you know, I, that, that's how I'll answer that. But I don't think it's fair to anybody to, to start saying, oh, we've got X number of women and X number of people of color. We got 35 packets of those 35 packets. And the packets included three questions that we wrote for. They were, you know, basically essay questions that we wrote for the candidates. Um, why St. James, tell you know, tell us about your call, uh, you know, to be a priest and um, give us some information about your experience in terms of an, uh, a complex organization, which is what we basically are. Those were our three. But then there's a, there's a document called the office, uh, the, the office of Transition Ministry. And if any of you have ever, ever had children who have gone through the college process, it's tantamount to the common app. It is a pain in the neck, and um, and then there um, and then they also had a um, a cover letter that they would. So we read all of that. Not only did we read all of that, but we also watched a number of sermons of the thirty-five. So every every applicant, we watched sermons and we watched them on. Thank goodness for technology. Watched them celebrate um, and then. Then we got down to 11. We did 90 minute Zoom interviews that were highly structured with um, three, three to four of us. And we all watched those Zoom interviews of the eleven, And then and then from there, we went to the five. You know, St. James, St. James is known nationally and internationally. You know, we, are, we, are, we have been we've been recognized as a you know, we're recognized as what. You know that 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 word cardinal church or whatever that means. That so we are active, we are a parish. I think what I think what what has surprised our candidates is not only are we St James, but we are a parish. We are a parish of people um, that come in and out of our doors all the time, and I think that's what's attracted people to us. I will be very honest with you. What has scared these candidates <laughs> is that they are following. So I always say about Brenda she's small but she's mighty you know she's been here for 26, 27 years you know that makes people nervous and Jay talked about that and and that is you know that that makes them nervous and so we we've, we've had some very good candid conversations with our candidates about that and they have asked us you know what, what are we doing about transition and I think that that's an important thing for just all. Welcome. Oh, welcome. Okay.
0: And Grace, we love you. <laughs> she said the most recent welcome. Technically, Mac and I uh, were welcomed on the same day. Um, and uh, I think what, what was great was anyone who took the time to introduce themselves, anyone who took the time to share a ministry or a thing about St. James that they love. This is a huge place, and, uh, and people's experiences are so varied. It almost feels like multiple churches within a church. We have four distinct congregations, so any uh, color and experience they could give to what had before been words on a page or general knowledge, you know, we have a feeding program, what does that mean to the people who do it? Um, all of our different ministries, people, you know, the choir, Well, so what does it feel like to be in the choir? Any personal experience that people could share was really helpful. Um, and uh, any time that uh, someone introduced themselves over and over and did not expect us to know their name from one time, um, that, is, uh, that is great. And I think uh any time there was grace to uh, have more than one first impression, um, not every day of your life is your most perfect day. Uh, and, uh, you know. Uh, you get to hear someone preach a few times. You get to hear them do what they have to do a few times and not having that first interaction be the beyond and all of, of that person in their ministry was incredibly gracious to me and I'm sure that would say the same thing.
1: Let us pray. Gracious and loving Father, we give you thanks for this parish. We give you thanks for our clergy and leadership. We ask that you be with all of us as we go through this process together, this transition, we lift up Brenda and her family, we lift up Ava and Robert as they go out on their next adventure. We also pray, dear Lord, for our next Richter, that when that person is called, that we may wrap our arms around that person. Welcome the person to St. James. And walk in your footsteps as you have taught us with your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Can I just say one more thing, that I'm like so grateful to you all for all your work, for all
2: the work that has done, for all the and all the work, and all the work that the And particularly that,
3: when did you arrive at JFK?
1: I think we landed at five forty or something. <laughs>